problem inside of you. It's, it's, when I was in depression, I would rather break my arm or my leg than stay in that hole that I found myself. I never ever got to the place of, I want to take my life or any of that rubbish. But honestly, it was dreadful. It was dreadful. So he's ours to, to worship, and I find that it's easy to worship. Like I was worshiping you just now. As soon as I put my hands up, I'm reminded, God healed me. God healed me. And, I'm gonna, and I've just got so many stories, but we've got to move along here. We need to love God. We need to enjoy God. I don't know about you. Do you ever spend time just hanging out with God? For my 50th birthday, my family bought me a lazy boy. So that was like last year. <laughs> I'm married to quite an old woman. but <laughs> What did you say? Yeah. She's, this year is our 40th wedding anniversary. Without her, I wouldn't have made it. But so this chair, I will... Because often when we, we want to get into the presence of God, we want to read the word, we want to put CDs on, we, we want to do all the things that we must do. Some God doesn't want you to do anything. So I get in this chair, and I've got two little dogs. Oh. I'll put it back, and they'll, they'll come and jump and sit on me. But then I'll just say, hey, Lord, I just, want, I just want to hear you. And most of the things that God has revealed to me have come out of those times. Not actually his word. He'll speak to me there, and then he'll take me into his word. Guys, you need to just hang out with God. He belongs to you. In the same way that he was the Levite's portion, he is your portion. What more can he give you than himself? What greater blessing? You know, you know what? Often we see fame and material possessions and all those things as the things that we really want. Our lifestyle often becomes more important than our walk with God. And if, if you don't find yourself in a place where you are full of joy because of what God has done in your life, because you're so distracted by all the other things that you're finding in your life, there have been times in my life that has happened as well. Jehovah Jireh, when we were in Benoni, we were given a Mercedes Benz. And not an old one. It was still under warranty and everything. Guy came into the church. Patsy used to drive a Uno. And he said to her, that car's unsafe. Get rid of that. I'm giving you a Merc. I said, ooh, thank you, Jesus. I said to Patrick, can you still carry on riding the Uno and I'll drive the Merc? <laughs> but it was. It was We didn't even think of it. And yet God said, Yahweh. Yahweh. But when we focus on it and that's what we live for, it's not right. It's wrong. 
Listen, when you've been there, we, we, we planted our first church in 1995, so it's about 28 years now. You learn everything that you can, and you learn quickly. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in trouble. There's no better way of getting someone to, happy in the church than greeting them the second Sunday and knowing their name, and even better, knowing their children's names. I can't do it anymore. My memory's not as good enough. But you know, the, the nations, they belong to us because of God belonging to us. He made the nations. He created the nations. I, I want to challenge you guys. You, it's easy for you guys because you meet in the evening. Every now and again, just go to another congregation for starters. Just say to uh, Basil or <laughs> Stephen or, or Carl, say, hey, listen, we, we, we're going to another congregation. You need to let your elders know when you're doing things like that. And uh, we're going to visit there this morning. It's not a problem with you guys. They can still come in the evening. But maybe you want to go and invest in an evening meeting sometime. You know what? God has given us. Josh Jen, for me, is like a nation. There are so many, 46 congregations or whatever, and Brackenfell's right at the center of the universe. <laughs> hey? Uh, visit us. And <laughs> bring your passport. <laughs> yeah, we, they said to us at the beginning of last year, they said, Get your passports in order. Not only us, all the full-time guys. Get your passports in order. Uh, you could be going overseas. So we laughed. Ah, we, we've passed that stuff now. We've, we've traveled a lot in our life. We've Australia, America, the UK. We've been to all those places in terms of ministry. But um, So we thought, ah, we'll let the other, we'll let, let other snotniuses go. 
and we'll look after their congregations while they go. No. Um, and so at the end of last year, Nadine Bardenor's phones, Roland, you and Patty ready to go to Ireland? I said, oh, really? I said, I'll go if you pay. <laughs> and so we went to Ireland. It was a whole new experience for us. We could learn, they could learn. So you know what, when, when you step out of the, the, the door in the morning and you're off on your way to work, or quite a few of you stay at home now and do work, you're going into the nations. See them as your, the nations. Don't see them as all oh, these other people, your neighbors. Do your neighbors know what you stand for? I know it's like, oh, no, I don't want, no, you, you need to. You need to. You need to make your stand. You, and they need to know that they've actually got really nice people staying next door to them. When they go through hassles, you should be making a meal and shooting next door. We had some funny stories, but we won't go there. The next thing is the, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is our inheritance. 1 Corinthians 15.50 I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Where is the kingdom of God? Hey, you woke up there. It is. This is where the kingdom of God is. You carry the kingdom of God into every situation. But you know what? The one thing about a kingdom is that there's a king. And the king of the kingdom of God is Jesus, not you. He is the king. And you know what? In the world today, people don't like to be told what to do. Jesus is going to tell you what to do. And you need to do it. You need to live in the truth of what he, he gives to you. This morning, the guys were getting baptized. I was just saying, baptism, if you're sitting here today, baptism is a command. It's not an option. Be baptized. Be baptized. People, sometimes they hang on and they don't want to get baptized. No, the word doesn't actually give you that room. It says be baptized. Repent. Immediately be baptized. So if you're sitting here tonight and you haven't been baptized, ask Carl. He's quite keen to baptize you in a swimming pool. <laughs> but I was really impressed. I got this like galvanized thing. So the oak doing the baptizing doesn't even have to get in the water. Because <laughs> by, there across by me, I always say to him, you know what the word says, eh? Paul said, I didn't come to baptize, and neither did I. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, yo. Okay, then the one that the elders really love. There's eternal life. God has given you eternal life. Eternal life is not about quantity. It's about quality. So often we get caught up with, oh, it's forever. It's about Quality. When you get saved, you step into eternity. Not when you die. 
You, when you're born again, you, you die to yourself and you step into eternity and you begin to walk a different quality and quantity of life. You shouldn't be struggling and uh, fighting every day of your life and things are just really difficult. No. I'm walking into eternity. Different quality of life. Then the last one is serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Joshua 18 and verse 7. The Levites, however, do not get a portion among you. Because the priestly service of the Lord is their inheritance. I hope that says what I'm reading. Yeah, the way you look, scowling at it there, Basil, I was worried. Serving God is such an important part of our inheritance. All of us are like, oh, no, our comms on duty this week, we have to go early, and then we have to leave last. And no, it's a part of your inheritance. Get there. Get the job done. Get the job finished. We've been deceived by the world and the devil that to, do, to serve in the kingdom is a heavy thing. It's not a heavy thing. It's an exciting thing. It's part of our inheritance. But the devil has made obedience and service to Christ. He's made it a, a thing that People don't enjoy. They want to stand against it all the time. And the more and more of us that do that, it breaks down what God is trying to do in the body. We need to be a people that are service-orientated. You must give up stuff. I had to, I had to give up the Grand Prix to come and speak to you guys. Oh, I got to watch my side lose yesterday. I just love sport, by the way. Man United, Sharks, Ferrari. They also lose all the time. But yeah. So I want to go. We must not allow our past with its sins and its failures and its hurts and it's disappointments. Let me tell you, all of us have those. But we've got to get them dealt with so that we can have the fullness of what God has got for us. So I wonder if we could just bow our heads. It is Sam, eh? Plays the guitar. There he is. Can you just play for me? Like I want to Eric Clapton lead break. I don't want to jump back to the Lord is my shepherd. Because I feel that there may be some people here that feel like you're not being cared for. And actually it's, it's only what you're seeing. It's not actually what the truth is. And so if you're sitting here this evening, and the first thing is you will have those feelings... You'll have those feelings if you're not, if you're not a born-again believer. 
So maybe you're sitting here this evening, this is the first time you've come, or maybe not even the first time you came. Last week when I came, people got saved. I I was so, if I say stoked, that's a Durban word. I grew up in Durban. If you're here this evening, and you're thinking, hey, Lord, I used to follow you. Sometimes we we find ourselves getting into the wrong rut. I used to follow you, but now I've, I've, I've lost the path, Lord. And I need you as my shepherd to come and to bring me back onto that path. I need you to do that this evening, Lord. I need you to do that. Is there anyone that's never committed their life to Jesus Christ, surrendered their life to Jesus Christ? Is there anyone like that this evening? Then is there anyone here, you've walked with Jesus and you still walk with him, but your walk isn't in the place that it should be. And these are, these are questions that are difficult to sometimes answer and respond to. But I want to ask you, if you're in that place, I wonder if you could stand up. We want to pray for you. Please stand. Be courageous. Thank you. There's a lady standing there. Is there anyone else? Just think about it. You've allowed circumstances. You've allowed things that shouldn't have to, to take you off the path that Jesus has for you. Thank you, Lord. I wonder if folk could just jump up around these people, maybe leaders in the congregation. Lord, we thank you for brave people, Lord. We thank you for courageous people, Lord. We thank you for people that want to walk in the fullness of what you have for them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The next thing is I want to, I want to pray. I would like to pray for people that are sick of any sort. That you've, you, you're not, I, I wonder if, if you guys could come to the front. If you feel that you're sick, you feel like you're getting flu, you, you, or you've got something that's been wrong for a while and you've known about it, but uh, you haven't uh, uh, responded, you haven't had prayer for that, or even if you've had prayer and you, you're still sick, I wonder if you could come up as well. Come, guys. God is good. He wants to bring healing in your life this evening. I wonder if there are leaders that can come and help pray. We'll pray. You, you need prayer as well, Steve. Okay, cool. Other guys, please, we, uh, you need prayer as well. Okay, I'll pray for you first. Okay, let's begin to pray for them, guys. Lord.